Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Bosky out with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. All right, so we asked this before. I want to ask it again. Also, before I before I get into it, I just I'm look. Sophie has on a Bechdel cash shirt that I've never looked at before. Nipples. Mm-hmm. Is that Moana? Yeah. That's and who the mother? Who the mother chicks? Who the mother uh, chicks? I don't know. They're not chicks, Jaquise. <laughs> They're women, and I didn't say that correct. It's a really cool shirt. You can get it on tpublic.com/slash the Bechdel cast. <laughs> oh wow! It's saying chicks. Will it, will that, that get my time's up pin no, taken? No, your time's up pin is still there. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it's a pretty cool shirt. Jamie Loftus designs all their merch. I know. She does. I know. A very talented artist. Very talented. Uh, we were talking about other cultures kissing. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know why we in America are so touch phobic. We're a puritanical society. I don't know what that means. Well, that uh, mean? the pe- one of the people who started our whole culture was the Puritans. And they were very, very touch pho- Like, they were very, very straightforward and uh, didn't believe in touch. They're very, uh, uh, not Calvinist. What is the religion I'm thinking of? But like they're very like, uh, uh, they believe that sex was purely for procreation. Yeah. Uh, sex was never supposed to be like, if you did sex and lust, they believe that your child would come out diseased and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And sure. those people are like, they're the ones who founded a lot of the morals that our nation carries. Right. So I believe that it's stuff like that that influences a lot of our culture versus like, you know, you have like the French. Right. They're a lot more romantic and they, Mm -hmm. you know, they're a lot more, but us, we've always been a very, very strongly anti-sex community, which is why our rating system is uh, is stricter stricter to sexual content than it is to violent content. Yeah. That's so weird. It is weird. If you have like, you know, certain sexual scenes in the movie, immediately rated R, but you could blow someone's head up in a PG-13 movie. Yeah. As long as you don't show blood. Yeah, yeah, but you can you can (laughs) relay the act of murdering that person. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Also, when we did our love languages (laughs) quiz, none of us our top was none of us was physical touch. That was none of our top. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. no. That's your number one. I'm Afro Latino, so like my culture is very like. I mean, ask anybody. I am like a hugger, a toucher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm the type who like no, like sit on the floor and let me rub your hair. Like, let Sit me on the floor, on the let me rub you your yeah, like, rub your hair. Like lay your head in my lap and I can like caress your hair. That's that's my shit. They used to I mean, that's old R and B shit. Like braid my hair. <laughs> like, come on and braid my <laughs> hair. And then you see like Mario yeah. getting his hair braided on the porch. But he's not mm-hmm. talking about just like relations. Like he's talking about anybody. He's talking anybody. about any of his friends. Oh, anybody? Anyone I that mean, I like care you see, for. You love. immediately put it in a romantic space, but he's like, nah, my homeboys and everybody come get your hair. I mean, braiding your hair ain't romantic. That's true. Is it? All right. It could be, though. Hair, it could be real sensual. I, I wouldn't mind letting you braid my hair if I knew you could braid hair. I, I could braid hair? <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, I can, bro. Lean back into my legs and let me braid your hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, <laughs> it's, a, it's a very intimate act. You can't just do it with, like, anybody. Right, mm. right, right, right. You okay. know, you got to have, like, that established trust and mm. be like, yeah, fuck with you. Like, I Is that how you, you spit game? You be braiding hair? Yeah, sometimes. 
sometimes. I'm also very intrigued now. I want to like set up Edgar's mic to like come over here and raise it up and have him braid my hair the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> braid? I cannot braid. I used to do this thing with girls. I'd be like, oh, yeah, let me braid your hair. And I was like, you know, because like, you know, in college, I. I mess with white girls, and I'd be like, oh, let me braid your hair. But, oh, my God, can you? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was just messing around. You just, like, tie it in a bow in the back of the head. <laughs> and they would trust me, but I was fucking Trying to hit them up. pressure points. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I got you, I got you. And then they would look at their hair, and they'd be so mad. You know what was something? That's on them, Sophie. That's on them for being racist and assuming that I knew how to braid hair. I didn't hair. say anything. I mean, I mean, we were she all said, thinking I didn't it. say shit. That's it was you. You remember back in like grade school or high school or whatever, there was this infatuation with, and this was especially on like Martin, the TV show, right? There was this in, oops, sorry, I kicked you in the knee. Uh, there was this infatuation with like touching somebody's spot. Yes, you remember the, that? The, the, the G spot. No, not the fucking G spot. <laughs> no, like, no, no, that's what my kid, that's what kids in my school would call it. Oh, even like on the neck yes, or whatever. They would yeah, call yeah, it yeah. the G spot. It was like a spot if you touch someone. It's actually from a. a isn't from Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Like if you like blow on it a certain way on someone's neck, it's, yeah. it turns them on immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we would call it the G spot at my school. That shit without never knowing worked. what the G spot actually was. No, I've never heard of that shit before. You've never heard of that. It's shit like somewhere before? on someone's neck where if you like either blow on it a certain way or if you touch it very slightly, they're immediately turned. It was in Martin. It was in Fresh. It was in a lot of maybe 90s, it was just on the like black TV 90s black. <laughs> oh, you know what though? I remember like back in the day, kids used to like do that thing on their knee. Oh, where yeah. they would like put their fingertips and, and like would open, slowly it. open it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people would be like, Ugh. I hate that, like, shit. I hate that shit. It was just kids just like, you know, feeling out what's okay. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that's what it was. Knee, knee touching, knee, knee touching. scrapes. All right, here's a question for, for you guys. Oh, man. I'm so, no. I mean, you don't no. even know what the question is. Uh oh. So, how no. you were saying how we're touch phobic because of mm-hmm. religion and all that stuff. Puritanical religion. And I think we all have heard. Like sexual education mm-hmm. in this country should be better. It should be not just based on not getting STDs, right? Yeah. Uh, and I was thinking about this a couple days ago. I think if we had kids, mm-hmm. how lenient would we be towards sex with them? Because it is like, yeah, sexual education should be something that is more than just uh, STDs, but it also is. But let's have other people teach our kids that shit, I feel. Yeah. That's yeah. something I've been thinking about a lot, especially, like, you know, with a lot of the conversations that we're having, where it's like, you know, my parents, like, I mean, my parents were very, very much so never talked about sex with me to the point where they'd be like, Edgar, masturbation is bad. Mm-hmm. And that was it. They would just come, my mom would come in my room and be like, do not touch yourself at night. And then she would disappear. And I would just Even say, if you weren't, you was playing, my mom playing Nintendo. Yeah. I was playing, I'm playing Jack and Daxter right now. Why are you scaring the shit out of me? She uh, just had a feeling. Do not touch yourself, Edgar. And then she would run out the room and never come back. And then like, uh, uh. Now me and your dad are going to go fuck. No. My parents did not have sex, Jaquise. What is wrong with you? My parents did not have sex. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. My parents did never have sex. Before. That's we like were, the teacher thing. We all thought our teachers weren't fucking. We're all adopted. Me and my oh brothers God, are I ain't never even thought about that before. See, yeah, man. Oh, your teachers were. Yeah, your we talked about how every day. were fucking. If they, if they played a video, if they played a video in your class, it's because they was too sore and they didn't want to teach. Maybe. I mean. <laughs> Ooh, Why you class? Me? Why Ooh, you class? My hips hurting today. <laughs> Ooh, let's go ahead and watch uh, American History in 1850 through 1872. 
Yo, mess. Messy. Yeah. Uh, but but would you like would would you teach your kid like what would what, what, what you degree have to. you have to? But what degree? All right. What degree do you what you think you would teach your kids? And would you be okay with them having sex in your house? See, that's something I think mm. about a lot. Anna's parents were very like they were like. Like they were like boys would come over to the house and like a very young age and like was cool with like birth control and get her on that and that shit blew my at fucking what mind. Age? At what age? What age? I think Anna was on the pill at like fourteen, maybe God thirteen. Damn. But the fuck? like, <laughs> but like they were like chill. Like they were like and they had conversations about it. But Anna was never wild though. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, which that's probably why because it wasn't like a repression. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then compare that to like you know me who like you know very repressed when I got to college. I was wild, like I was like on drugs and all that stuff because it was so uh, uh, put on a pedestal for me. Where right. I was just like, "Oh, it's this thing," and "Ooh, it's bad." Versus, I think if you're like open with it, and I'm not trying to say like wild is like being wild is a bad thing or anything like that. I'm just saying that if you have an honest conversation, it doesn't become that like you know, I want to do it it's just like to make taboo. my parents mad. Like right. you know what I mean? Like they'll do it safely. I yeah. Think. I can honestly say I'd never wanted to have sex to make my parents mad. Uh, that was the last thing on my mind. But you knew that, like, what I'm saying my, is my, like... My mom was lenient, too, so I guess that's why yeah. it never mattered for me yeah. either. Exactly. But, See, my parents were really strict. Really? But... Were you wild? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were strict because I was wild. Oh, okay. So you yeah. you was wild first. Uh, yeah, I was definitely like wild first, and like my mom be knowing, like she just be knowing shit, mm. and she always like see me and be like, "What are you doing? What mm-hmm. the fuck are you up to?" Is your mom the Afro or the Latino? She's both. Oh no! So mm-hmm. she was. She'd be. Don't on you it. know people can be Afro Latino? Of course they can. They ain't gotta be one or the other. I am Afro Latino. <laughs> I do know that. <laughs> All right. All right. I feel you. Where you guys from? I'm from Haiti. Mm-hmm. Love me some Haitian. Yeah, where are you from? All right, I'm from L.A. Oh, okay, where are your where's your family from? <laughs> I'm like fifth generation, oh, like in L.A. Damn. This but, shit carries. Yeah, I see, that's it. the thing about black jeans; they carry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they carry. <laughs> I think white jeans do too. You think so? Uh, you know what's crazy? Uh, uh, have you seen that? I think we talked about this. Uh, white ain't changed in a long ass time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, white people white for a long ass time. But I well, think if you put a white though. person and a black person together, like those black jeans really pop out. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. But if you think about like the diaspora of like blackness, mm-hmm. it's so wide. Of it's course, so yeah. like yeah, it's so vast. Mm-hmm. And then if you think of it, like, well, I guess you could say that about like whiteness as well is there it's, because they're black bad. asian people that have like are from asia like yeah. they've never left that area where they're from yeah you don't find like white pockets of asia like that you know what i'm saying like you mm. don't find where they're just like white people who've been in, yeah, in asia <laughs> forever like you know what i'm saying right. like they're so centric to europe and like the caucasians uh yeah. or the caucasia uh area where like you don't find pockets of blackness or the way that you find like aborigines yeah. That's a black people that have been inside that area yeah. forever. That's really yeah. interesting. That's and true. I feel like whenever there's a biracial mix with white, that usually is less. There's very few times that you get to like a Rashida Jones. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you're but black? He, Rashida Jones is rare. She's rare, but she ain't that white. I mean, she's not like Barack Obama black, but she's not... White, white. But here's what's wild, though, is, like, people, 
still guess there's somebody who's listening to this podcast right now mm-hmm. who's like, wait, Rashida Jones is black? Like, exactly. And he's completely true. shocked by it. Yeah. She's like, completely white passing, yeah. in my opinion. I, I, I agree 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what kind of makes me scared to have kids, though, is like, <laughs> look, with Anna, is like, it can happen where your kid comes out completely white passing and no one will ever know. Well, that's that's up to you to teach them. Make people know. Make people know. I'll put a sign on them. Yeah. <laughs> put a scarlet B on them. What were we I ta- mean, but if you see <laughs> Rashida Jones' dad, Quincy Jones, he's already like by He's already, yeah. yeah. You know, so it's... That's true. I, I don't think you'll have the same problem. Have you seen Blake Griffin him. though? Have you seen Blake Griffin? Look at Blake Griffin's father. Blake Griffin's yeah, father Bra- is Blake Griffin darker looks like than a black man just just his father is red. darker than me. See, I know I know black people who are yellow. Yeah, of course. Shit. Yes. And both of their yes. parents are black. Steph Curry. They're mm-hmm. just light skinned. Or maybe a little bit bright racial. Steph Curry's too, mother know? as well. Steph Curry's yeah. mother is black, fully black. Yeah. Look at his dad. His dad is so dark. Like his mom but his is mom so... is white with red hair. Yeah, that's he true. He looks like a black man with red hair and he light does. skin. Nah, he yeah. does. He does. Ain't Just nobody going to look at him and be like, is he white? That's... I don't know. Go on Twitter. I mean, <laughs> yeah. There are people, people on Twitter who still think Steph Curry is white. See, I, yeah, I guess I'm looking at it through my eyes. I, I feel like I can spot black in people. See, uh, I feel like we all think that we can, though. Yeah. We're all like, nah, like they got a little... I can, the hair texture. So yeah, 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 that a lot of it is that too. Yeah. Uh the hair texture you can tell mm-hmm. right away. I Have you ever like. been wrong? Like where you guess somebody was black and they wasn't at all? Rachel Delzow. You thought she was black? I have. I've been wrong. Michelle Wolf. Michelle Wolf. Oh, oh is she all white? She's one hundred percent white. I can see Irish. her. I, I, yeah. Really? She mm-hmm. did she, she take a DNA test though? I don't know, but they talk about it because like everyone thought that she was black. Everyone, yeah. she talks about it a lot. She's like, everyone always thinks I'm black, but I'm 100% white. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me see how she looks. Did she do 23andMe? Exactly. No. She needs to do that first before she says she's 100% <laughs> I don't know. Elizabeth Warren Elizabeth Warren ruined that for everybody. for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, man. You see it with Michelle Wolf, though, right? Yeah. I can. I would think she was, I, I would think she had some black in it. That's what I thought, too. Especially, like, I don't know. I was like, oh, yeah, she's black. Well, you man. got somebody on your team. Uh, I mean, well, she's a person of color, though. She's a person of color, but yeah, yeah Kimia. Kimia. Everyone yeah. thinks that Kimmy is black. She's not. She's one hundred percent not. Yeah, man, Elizabeth Warren, man, come on, man. Girl. This is this is why people hate Democrats and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all niggas up here worrying about DNA tests and shit. Like y'all motherfuckers, y'all three weeks away from the biggest election midterm in my life, yeah. at least, and we up here talking about DNA tests. And you made that nigga look good. She's not helping herself. You know how hard it is to make Donald Trump look good. And mm. <laughs> she made when he when he like roasted her. He was a, he's a dick. Called it was her, like called her Pocahontas. That's what that's what, no not that that's racist. But the whole like the, all the Native Americans are even disowning you. Like you gave that nigga the fuel. Yeah, <laughs> like stop really giving did. stop she's giving getting, people she's fuel. She's getting it from all all sides. All sides. Everybody. What did she do? She Sorry, took I don't it. Know. So basically, uh, Donald Trump has been like making fun of her because she once wrote like this thing talking about how she. Has Native American ancestry, right? And so Donald Trump has been roasting her, being like, "Come and she on!" She got into Harvard uh, on like affirmative action or something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. There's something around there, and then like, so Donald Trump has been roasting the shit out of her, being like, "You not no Native American." Like, and that's he keeps bullshit. calling her Pocahontas. Right. Yeah, I remember seeing that. So then she took a DNA test, and she came out like one. It's really one small. one thousand no. one in one thousand and twenty four, no. and like Native Americans is like, "You ain't Native American." <laughs> one in one thousand and twenty four. Yeah. That's crazy. It's like, come on, That's man. nothing. 
three weeks before an election, and this is what we're talking about. <laughs> like, hey, I got 20%, so you know, I feel good. <laughs> what is one I'm in one twenty four? That's That's less than... 0.01. It has yeah. to be less than 0.01. Yeah. She's one sixteenth Cherokee. I don't know what that means. Interesting. That's what the DNA test said? No, I think that's what she's been saying. That's, that's what, what she's, she's been saying. saying. Yeah. Oh, she's one. Yeah, you see the number, right? <laughs> she's it's... one in like 1,024th. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how to say that number. Yeah, I can't say one 1,024. One, <laughs> I wasn't good at fractions. Something embarrassing. That was the shit that always fucked me up. Were you good at fractions, <laughs> no. Jeshua? No. No. Have you ever taken a DNA test? Uh, yeah, I did. What did it say? It said that I was 20%, or I'm 10% Bantu. What's uh, Bantu? Bantu, African. Oh. From, I don't know exactly Man, Don't worry. No I don't know exactly Look, some ho- Do you have a Twitter? Uh-huh. A hotep will hit you up and be like, that's what you are. Don't let them tell you. So be no, careful no. with that. You just said it. You just I set off the hoteps every day <laughs> on my There's Twitter. a hotep who's coming for you right now. I listen, on the I know. Bar. And then I have another 10% that is uh, Yoruba, Nigerian. Ooh. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. So, you know. And then I got a little French in there. Okay. So what's that? Aruba? Not Aruba or Yoruba? Yoruba. Yoruba. And then uh, French. And then what was the other one? Bantu. Bantu. So if y'all wondering who this Arubian French Bantu brother <laughs> is talking. <laughs> also, I, also I am like, Arubian is a Mexican completely as well. different place. Arubian? Arubian? Arabian. Arabian. We <laughs> warned you. He messes things up and he's he doesn't mean Arubian. to. That's a completely different place. <laughs> y'all wondering who this French Bantoon with Bantoon? Je suis Française. Say it again. Say, say what it is. You're French. Bantoon. Man, it's not Bantoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Bantoon. Uh, I'm a Bantoon, y'all. Bantoon? Was it I'm Bantoon? a canteen Bantoon. and a Bantoon. Bantoon? If y'all Bantoon. wonder who this French Bantoon... Are... <laughs> bro. <laughs> Let's just maybe not. <laughs> nah, we're going we to get this. We're going to get this. French Bantoon. 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 Yes. There you go. Arubian. Yoruba. 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 <laughs> Yo. And Mexican. And Mexican brother let's, is talking. Let's just say Jakis will not be doing like cute card reads <laughs> no. anytime soon. No, definitely not. Only okay. You got to stick with what you're strong at. Hey, listen, man. That's why I don't do fractions. Cards. Hey, look. Give me an air prompter. I'm good. <laughs> an air prompter? Your air prompter is somebody to be like, stop it. Stop. Stop. you be like, Yoruba. Yoruba. But- Joshua. What's up, Joshua? How you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> nice little segue right there. That's, nice, that's how we do it. That's how All we right. do it. We do I fuck it. with it. That's how we do it. Uh, what have we what not talked hearing. about? We've talked about pretty much everything, huh? Yeah, that's any episode, guys. Uh, <laughs> All right, wouldn't that be wild? <laughs> we, decide, we got Joshua on. He talked about this shit. I'm deuces. We would lose hundreds of thousands of, or just tens of thousands of fans. We would lose that many fans. Uh, what's up, man? Musician. We got a musician. Oh, no, no, no. I was specifically told. To say you're an artist, uh, so we have the artist. Uh, you gotta welcome Joshua. that. You gotta welcome that though, because Joshua, you come in here, you got like the beret on, all right. You got a pink beard. You got the beautiful long flowy hair. You're an artist. You're not no musician. You're an, I artist. Am an artist. The artist That's formerly right. known as Joshua. <laughs> Listen, Joshua is the coolest person in the room right now, by far. Hey, we're not knocking him. We're just saying at he's at a, we're just saying he's an artist. Oh no, I'm good. I know I look. Yeah, good. you look That's great. Why I, I I'm hey man, good. I wish I had that that curly locks that you got. Oh yeah, man. you got beautiful curly locks. Yo, if I had your hair, I would be a wrestler. What a waste! 
Nah, man. <laughs> if you had his hair, you would be a wrestler. Hell yeah, man. They'd be having the you best hair. You should model. You should like this. I man. mean, <laughs> you yeah, you also do that shit too. Hey, bro, if I had your eyes, I'd be an airplane pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. You know how vital it is to see up in the sky? <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. It's vital, man. It's vital. You, you, you should want the best-eyed motherfuckers up in the sky. The best flying. You <laughs> no, see, like, airplane, eyesight, those things go together. Be like wrestler. And hair. Girls. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, kind of just saying that those wrestlers who do have like that. Those yeah, really they cool... also are like they also be getting on the magazines and shit. Of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's yeah. the name of the heartbreak kid? Uh, Shawn Michaels. He, he posed yeah. for Playgirl. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. That's... I don't know. There was just like a weird correlation there, but you know. I've always associated long hair with wrestlers for whatever yeah. reason, just because I grew up watching wrestling, and mm. they all have <laughs> long fucking hair. Okay. And a lot of musicians I know. Like grew up with, didn't? Yeah, until well, it was know. like braids and a shit lot of like them had that. Fades. A lot of them have fades, maybe a fro and stuff like that. And a lot of actors mm-hmm. have to change their hair so much. Yeah. So and nobody grew up knowing who fucking models were. Yeah. No. Uh, that's something you learn. Joshua, do you put product in your hair? I do. What do you put in your? hair? It's luscious. I'm sorry. Thank you. So it's, many questions. It's dirty right now. What Come do you on. put? What do you put? Hella in castor oil in oh. my hair. Castor oil, peppermint oil, tea tree oil. Mm-hmm. But it's a pre poo because I I gotta wash my hair tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's why. All right. I tried putting coconut oil in my hair recently. What did it do? Made it stink. <laughs> really? <laughs> it should did not, and it made it just feel weird. Was it unrefined and organic? Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I think cold so. pressed. Yeah. No. Cold pressed. What does that mean? Was it cold? That means they don't heat it up. <laughs> they don't heat the oil up. Oh, I don't know. It's pressed. I cold. bought it from Walmart. I don't know. I bought okay. it for food and found out that you could put it in your hair. I was uh-huh. like, let me try this shit. That's weird. This Actually, said. coconut oil is cold like press. one of the like it's supposed to be oils cool? that like yeah. absorbs into your. It's supposed to be good, and yeah. it did not work out good for me. So maybe I had the wrong. Did I say maybe, cold press wrong? Maybe you did. <laughs> you said cold press right, bro. But the the concept of what you think cold press is is wild. <laughs> well, like cold press coffee is cold coffee, it's right? Not cold. No, no, that's, <laughs> that's not, not a thing. What'd you say? It's not no, the, cold. <laughs> you said cold press or cold. They don't brew the. That means they don't brew like the coffee. Yeah. Right. They let it steep in. Like, so what does cold, cold, what does cold press coconut oil mean? <laughs> means they don't ever, That means like, it's heat not it. heated. It's unrefined. So it has left, all the nutrients. Yeah. It's I left. It's left pure. I don't know. How the fuck am I, how the <laughs> fuck right. am I supposed to it's know right. this? You're good. <laughs> thank You're you. Good. Thank you. Y'all look at me like I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to know this. <laughs> cold, I'm not supposed true. to we know this. We did all look at him like, you don't know what cold press is. <laughs> like, oh, man. That's what. This is why we I, learn. This is a learning I, podcast. It is a learning podcast. I feel like you should know this, though, because Jess is blonde. That's the least reason I should know it. I don't care about her hair. Talking about that, she probably likes cold pressed coffee. I think that's the joke that Sophie was going for. Is that correct? Oh, was that what you were going? Oh, <laughs> I it's hate okay, girl. <laughs> it's not gonna hit every time. You're good though. I was like, here for you. It's okay. I, usually, what happens is Edgar will understand me, and then Jakees will look at me like, "What is this white woman saying?" Yeah, no, that is exactly. I feel how like, I feel looks like at you. it's the opposite. No, I'll say that out loud. You'll think it, but I'll say it out loud when I'm thinking it. That's true. Right. Would you agree? Sure. See, she knows. She knows. Guys, this entire first 23 minutes is off the rails. <laughs> and I'm here for it. I'm loving it. I don't it. even know what we have talked about so far. We haven't far. talked about we anything. Talked about, do we ever really talk about it? Diaspora, mm-hmm. 21 and me. Mm-hmm. But hey, 23, 23 and me. 21 and me is a. Uh, uh, it's the bootleg version. That's the one I did. No, nah, that's what Brian Singer does. That's mm-hmm. only for me and a couple of nerds on the internet. 
Brian Singer, like the movie it's guy. It's fam. It ain't going to hit every time. It's not going to hit every time. <laughs> the movie guy? Mm-hmm. I know who Brian Singer Equality, is. Equality. I love that. Ha <laughs> ha. You. You're also not funny. Hey, no, I'm not. <laughs> Except for there's going to be some people who's going to get it. They're going to laugh. <laughs> and you're going to feel it when you. You're going to feel it. Guys, Joshua is here for a very, very cool reason. Very, very cool reason. Uh, I'm excited to have him here. You guys yeah. are going to love having him here. But let's tell you why he's here. Right after the break. We shall be back.
damn, damn. God damn, nigga. Come on now. Before we get before we get any further, I want you guys to know that what you just heard was created literally right on the spot. Right on the fucking Every spot. Every single fucking part of I'm that song. Shit. <laughs> Every part of that song was created on the fucking spot. You guys got a looper in front of you. Uh yeah. All the vocals you did on the spot. We also got to give a shout out to Janine in the room, who yeah, also dude. was the beatboxer on that. Uh, Janine is one of our homegirls who's mm-hmm. super fucking talented. Very We're nice. definitely going to plug her as well. She's super fucking talented. Yeah. She's super funny. All right, all right. Yeah. We can stop. We can stop. All right. As <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of Edgar's mortal enemies. Yes. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, I'm reverbing still. Yeah, keep that shit on. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Damn. Okay, what uh, y'all need me for? <laughs> I hear it. God, nah, that Damn, shit was so casual. dope, man. Oh my god, that shit was dope. That shit was fucking Thank dope you. as hell. Mm. Thank uh, you. Let's 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 dissect that. Let's a dissect, bit. Let's dissect yeah. that. First of all, um, you got music? I have music on the way. I have right. a, I have yeah. one track. It's a live track. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's mm-hmm. just up on my SoundCloud. So. Anyone okay. who has a yeah, account can listen I, I to listened it. I listen to it. It was very, very good. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What's your SoundCloud link? Um, it's I am Jeshua, I believe. Mm, yeah. Uh, that shit was dope, man. What? All Thank right. you. So I we didn't we didn't access to Dominic. We kind of asked him this, mm-hmm. but I'm always interested in, especially you know, people of color growing up. We've talked about this before. We mm-hmm. don't always have the avenues to say, "Oh, I want to be an artist," right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of got you into music in general? And yeah, talk about that a little bit. Um, I don't think I have like a unique story coming into music. Like, I started singing in church. Mm. And what religion were you? Christian. Okay, nice. Yeah, so we went to like uh, evangelical Baptist mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. Um, very like Kojic. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. know Kojic mm-hmm. church. Um, so yeah, I used to sing in the choir mm-hmm. but i'm actually very very shy oh really and so my mom would always push me she'd be like go sing go sing and i'd be like i don't want to sing you know like <laughs> yeah that whole thing but my grandma um i used to sing to her mm. like uh, this is gonna sound like real like ethnic but she would sit outside her house and she would peel um she would peel i don't know how to call them like in english like yeah. a nopal like mm-hmm. a a cactus. Oh my god. Okay. There we go. Cactus. She would peel cactus mm-hmm. um that she was gonna cook. So she would sit outside and we'd like sit in the grass and mm. she would be peeling it and she would be like sing. And I would just like sing like Disney Channel show songs, you know? Mm-hmm. But she would love it. But she would love it. Mm. And that's the beginning to your movie. That's the first <laughs> scene of your movie, right? Right. There. We're just like in a pastoral field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the wind's blowing yeah. through my curls. Also, I also want to reiterate that this is not a unique story at all. This is super unique. Yeah, that's a very unique <laughs> story, bro. Come I mean, on. I don't think it's unique in the sense of like we never a think lot our of own stories are unique. Yeah. But it How is. do you say "sing to me" in Spanish? I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. Oh like that. man. <laughs> is it like "cantor para mí"? That you probably just said maybe. something so offensive. No, cantor is... <laughs> canta a mi, maybe? Yeah, canta a mi. That's yeah, what okay. your grandma would say. But anyway, she, was, she would tell Cantame. you to sing Disney songs. That sounds right. 
Was that what she was to say? Canta me, Joshua. No, that is real racist to think that she spoke Spanish. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're right. You're 100% right. She was like, no, my grandma spoke perfect English. Uh. She did. My grandma was like really native. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but you know, anyways. Um, yeah. So I just started singing in church. And mm-hmm. then in high school, I went to, so like I said, I was a little bit wild. And my parents saw that. And I think I just had, like, I radiated, like, artistic energy. Mm. And anytime they were, like, do this, I was, like, but I want to do this. But I want to cut my shirt. But I want to, like, color everything. Like, I was just all over the place. So they Mm. put me in a private school in, like, junior high and high school. And they were very, very, like, repressive. Like, Mm. super. Like, they didn't let you, like, grow your hair out. I had to, like, I had to have a military cut. Oh, my God. They were super racist. Mm. Like, not even, I want to say, like, on the low. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like looking back at that time, and I'm like, oh no, that wasn't even on the low. That was just like to your face, mm. you know. Like they, one time uh, we had braid. Like these girls were doing braids on the bus. We were going up to like a getaway, and um, the disciplinary guy, the vice principal or whatever, he came up to me and was like, "You can't have braids." And we were like, "What?" He's like, "Braids are only for black people." Damn. And we were like. And I think maybe at that time, like, if it were now, like, I would have popped off. But mm-hmm. I think at that time, I was just like, what? Yeah. Like, okay, I guess I can't have braids, mm. you know? And so it was just, like, it was that kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Um, So being there, I really found, like, my only outlet was, so we only had one elective. So my only outlet was music. Mm. So I sang in, like, the school's choir, mm. which was, like, it was cool. I actually loved it for what it was. And was there a music teacher that kind of like pushed you to like, you know, like, hey, you're good at this? I, there's the music teacher that I had. I loved her. Mm-hmm. Her name was Mrs. Doherty. Shout out mm-hmm. Mrs. Doherty. Mm-hmm. She was amazing. She was very, like, she took care of herself. Like, mm-hmm. she looked very pretty all the time. Mm-hmm. And she always had like a word. Like, every day we would go into class and she would have like a word for us. And I enjoyed that sense and then we got to like go places and like sing and go on like tours and stuff like that so it so. gave you an outlet while you were like kind it did. of going through this rebellious phase it did but i think at the time i didn't have the confidence mm. so like she did push me in the sense of like being like do you want to sing the solo or not mm-hmm. and i'd be like I don't know. you know like mm-hmm. the same thing like with my mama mm-hmm. um but it wasn't until i left that place that i really was like oh shit where did you leave to um I mean, I'm from here, so mm-hmm. I just mean, like, the school. So you graduated? So when I graduated, I started going to, like, community college, and I was like, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want here. Mm-hmm. I can take whatever classes I want. So I started taking, like, music classes, dance classes, art classes, and um, I think from there, just, like, hearing different people. Uh, I actually went to school with uh, Moses Sumney. For real? Yeah. To that At that high school? No, in... um. At the JC that we went to. Oh, okay. So I went to school with Which him. Which JC was it? It was actually one in the IE. It was Riverside mm-hmm. Community mm-hmm. Ren- Riverside City College. Yeah, mm-hmm. RCC. Yeah, yeah RCC. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I I think I kind of like watched people growing musically, mm. and I was always secretly like, oh, I want to do that. Cause he loops as well, Moses. Yeah, you know what? And like, big shout out to Moses Sumney because. I wouldn't have thought to use a looper mm. for a, for a long time. Actually, I struggled with like musicians, mm-hmm. just like people. If you don't have money, you have to have people who one hundred percent believe in your vision, right? Mm-hmm. 
and like I walk into the place like curly hair and a pink beard like people are like I don't fuck with this Mm -hmm. I don't know like what the fuck this thing that you're making is and so I kind of well I found Mm Janine we found each other and um I would kind of like fuck around with her looper and then I ended up getting like a pedal looper to play guitar and sing at the same time Mm. but the first time I ever saw that was with Moses because uh, my girlfriend and I were watching um, Bon Iver perform Heavenly Father at this like conference in Europe, and he didn't have any backing instruments. He just used people at the conference, and he like taught them the different parts, and he used it. And while I was watching that, I was like, man, like in my opinion, the voice is like such an underrated instrument. Mm-hmm. Like we don't think of it as an instrument. We're no. just like, oh, that person's singing. But like seeing the stuff that you do, that Bon Iver does, James Blake, Sumney, like. You guys use the voice as an instrument. Like, is that what you're trying to focus on? Being like, yeah, how, instead of having a guitar here, how do I use my voice yeah. instead? Yeah. yeah, because it's the thing that I do the best mm, right. is use my vocals. So trying to navigate how to do that and make music at the same time mm-hmm. is, like, where I'm going, I think. Mm. The song that I have on my SoundCloud is a song with a guitar, and... I don't do any loops on that. That one's just like a very straightforward song that I wrote. Um, but I think I'm working on a project, a project right now with this guy named Johan, mm-hmm. who's super, super talented. And um, this one's going to be a lot more looped, loop heavy, um, a little more ambient, art, kind of artistic. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like your typical pop, like verse, chorus, verse, mm-hmm. chorus, bridge, chorus, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so I'm really excited to like play around with it and like see what we can come up together. Are you so you're a songwriter too? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I write uh, all my own music. Love it. <laughs> love it. I think is I I musically haven't been as introduced to uh artists who, you know, use loopers or mm-hmm. really uh, you could, that's that's an entire beat that you can make just with your own vocals yeah. and then sing on top of it. Yeah. Uh yeah. which is such a dope thing. Uh is that what you're looking for an album to be or are you cuz you also play guitar as mm-hmm. well. I play the guitar um, and the piano. Okay. But with your guitar you probably do loop pedals. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't play well. Like I'm not a guitarist. Right. Like I use the guitar and the piano similarly where I I write to them. Mm-hmm. But I don't really necessarily want to get on stage and like play. Right, mm. right. I'm I'm not confident in that. So you'd have a backing band or something like that. Yeah, if I had a band, I would use a backing band or yeah. a guitarist to play with me. But I feel like looping, you can make really complex mm-hmm. music, right, with very simple tools and very simple yeah. chords. Yeah. yeah, it's a musical map like that you're using mm-hmm. that you see, and and you know, I I you'll talk to some people. Like, I've always thought this was an ignorant statement where somebody will say, oh, they just sing. They're not a real musician. Exactly. Uh, they don't play instruments. Yeah. Uh, and you even saying, yeah, I play guitar, but I don't do it well. Uh, yeah, there's people who play guitar well, but they can't do what you're doing well. And you put the two sure. songs together or put them side by side they will sound equally as dope, if yeah. not yours sounding even better because yeah. it has such a unique fucking sound to it uh-oh uh what guitar guitar twitter is about the comfort you <laughs> guitar, 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 twitter. guitar twitter is about the comfort i love a guy i love guitar players and guitarists and shit. no Come i love <laughs> musicians musicians who like hone their craft mm-hmm. yeah it's like amazing and that's what i mean is that 
there are people who are guitarists. Yeah. Like, they are artists with a guitar, mm-hmm. and they can fuck some shit up. I'm not that. Yeah, but you're equally as but I can do talented, other stuff. and you're equally as yeah. musical, and you're equally as much of an artist. Yeah, as, definitely. And I hate this idea that some people will say, oh, well, if you can't play a guitar, all you can do is sing? Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I will say something kind of controversial. Say it. I, say it. I have this, this is welcome <laughs> on this podcast. Trust I me. have this conversation with a lot of my musical friends. Is mm-hmm. like, there is a difference, though, between, like, a vocalist yeah. and an artist. Okay. What Do I want to name names? Yeah, name names. Name names. Name names. Drop names. All right, listen. Don't come for me. Come for me. Because I know that there are Brandy lovers out there. And <laughs> I am one of them. I fuck with Brandy Heavy. Yeah. One of the best, most underrated vocalists of our generation. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I don't necessarily see her as an artist. No, because okay. she's not pushing the voice like she's you. I know what you're saying. I know it's, exactly she's not like what a vocal saying. artist. She's more of a vocalist. She, she has can sing very well. Refined her craft mm-hmm. of singing. what would make her an artist then, and your and your by your definition. If you see like Beyonce, uh-huh. who maybe wasn't a vocalist in the beginning, but she's always been an artist. Okay. She creates like a whole vision. Okay. And she brings you into her art. 100%. And she submerges you into it. Okay. And no matter how hard you try, you cannot get away from that. Okay. Every detail is calculated. Every detail is thought about. Mm -hmm. It has a meaning. Mm -hmm. It basically comes down to, like, depth of the vision. Mm -hmm. And I think Beyonce, for example, who I believe now has stepped into, like, a vocalist. She's she's a vocalist now, yeah, she's, and she's an artist. Well, yeah, because now she doesn't even have to try anymore. She can just hop on a track, just drop the sick tunes, and everyone's gonna buy it because yeah. she's so big now. Versus like, uh, uh, yeah, no, I think I've argued this similarly with like my difference between someone like Bruno Mars and Frank Ocean. Where like mm, yeah. Bruno Mars is just like, yeah, I'll hop on this pop track and I'll make a million dollars. Where Frank Ocean's just like, I'm gonna take years to build this whole album because yeah. there's depth to it and there's intention. To yeah, it. A, fr- a a Miguel versus a like Bruno Mars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both equally as talented. Mm-hmm. Both can sing their ass off. Both can play multiple instruments. Mm-hmm. It's the depth of the vision. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Well, we want to see some depth to your vision. <laughs> and we're going to have another track. Uh, oops. We're going to have another track from Joshua uh, when we come back. And, and, I'm putting you guys on the spot because we were talking about this earlier. Some mm-hmm. with this seven, this seven by what's it called again? <laughs> <laughs> the sevens. A song in seven. A song in sevens. Seven. A song in sevens. <laughs> and Janine doesn't want to do it. Yeah. So when we come back, if y'all don't hear a song by sevens, we know. Well, now we have it's to not do it. A shit. song by seven. <laughs> it's a song in seven. In seven counts. <laughs> yeah, in seven counts. If we don't hear a song in seven. Then it's on Janine. That's right. Y'all can tweet at J9 underscore Hogan if y'all don't hear a song in seven counts. All right. So we'll do that shit when we come back. We'll be back. Six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, 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 six, seven, one, two,
Kai, 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 am I your Kai, 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 Nigga, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. Shit. I was nigga. nervous. Y'all got my hands shaking and shit. <laughs> what the? I was fuck? like, that shit was beautiful. <laughs> Am I gonna pull this off? <laughs> what? The that shit was fuck, beautiful, God. man. Yo, we cannot stress enough that that shit was literally just made they, right here in they front made of us. that shit. <gasps> I mean, you even heard it like in the middle of the song. You can hear them like talking and talking stuff. about it. Yeah, <laughs> like that shit was beautiful. I was like, uh, Janine. How you feel, Janine? How you feel, Janine? You feeling good? <laughs> I was like, what? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, that I'm, shit was that shit was out, dope, bro. I'm stressed. I'm stressed out. out. Shit, that. I'm sweating. I should have worn a tank top. That shit was great, man. <laughs> I that was special. I don't you. think people understand how dope people are yeah <laughs> like, there honestly, are people who are walking around this town yeah like that that's that's fucking amazing. like that's that's Ooh. some shit that you would think you would hear after being in a booth or somebody in a studio for hours to yeah. make some shit like that that was made on the spot in five minutes if and that. that was stressful that shit was <laughs> that's great. what i'm gonna say <laughs> yo that shit was great man thank you uh that shit was fucking great i honestly I feel super untalented no, right now. No. <laughs> because, man, if that's the talent that people are bringing, yo, we bring dope people to this fucking podcast. 100%. Uh, only dope people. Only dope, only dope people. people. Only dope people. What? I, all right. So, you know, like you, you hear like the freestyling and obviously we're improv comedians, so we think we make shit up off the top of our heads and shit like that. So, but... Like, what are you listening to to know, like, all right, this is when this needs... Because uh, apparently that was in seven, so that's something yes. that is hard, I'm guessing. <laughs> really hard. Uh, yeah. Me and were looking at each other like, I'm stressed out. I was like, I don't yeah. know how to do this. But, I mean, like, as hard as I'm sure it was, you know, the calm that you guys had, at least listening to it, mm-hmm. was 
so fucking natural and calming. Thank you. Uh, and almost and you know that's the mark of great artists. It seems effortless when I know it's not. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. What's what? What are you listening for? What is what are you listening for when you're making something like that? Because when I'm looking at you have one, two, three, four, five. So that was five beats. Yeah, there are okay. five loops, but five each loops. of them is able to loop up to like what, like five, six loops on each. Okay. Yeah. So I'll do the math. I don't. I'm. Not, I'm not talented there. Enough. But somewhere thirty plus. <laughs> thirty plus. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 And um, so it's mostly like timing. Okay. That you're waiting for, and like making sure that you're touching the looper mm-hmm. at the right time. And then I have like a habit of I will finish and then it still records though when you finish the loop. Mm-hmm. So that's why I got my homie right here. Yeah. Got my yeah, back. Yeah. She was touching those loopers too and be like Yeah. Like I, I mean when up. I when I tell you guys they were making that shit up on the spot, not just the sounds you were hearing. Uh, when certain parts of the song dropped out, yeah. that's them dropping it out yes. because they can feel like, oh yeah, this needs this to drop out so you can accentuate this part of the song. And more, it was or, on rhythm every time, yeah. which again, in sevens is very, very difficult to do. Would you make a song to that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I could yeah. totally. Because, because I could just listen to that song. To that song. Yeah. You know, yeah. I grew up on jazz, so... Yeah. Uh, like a lot of people have. So, you know, and I feel like that's something that you don't hear that much of as much no. anymore is, oh, I'm releasing a single that ain't got no vocal. Well, not, it has vocals, but no right. chorus, no something. It's just, yeah. yeah, this is music on its own. Yeah. Uh, and it's very jazzy. Like it has that dissonant, uh, those dissonant octaves, yeah. which I, I feel like people don't really use anymore. I think we get really comfortable, especially in pop music with yeah. like a third and a fifth. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I'm good. It's harmonies. Um, but using those like sevens and nines, that really makes like shit sound special. Yeah. I mean, listen, you need to go ahead and make that album. I know you're doing it, but if when you do do it and when it's finished, you got to have some tracks on there that is no just there this. definitely will be um because that shit is special and, and 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 i would love to hear what i can only imagine because this is all you so not you know you normally as from what i could gather when people listen to music they get a beat they listen to it they feel it and stuff like that you know it already you know what i mean you made it you, right. you probably need to still listen to it but how difficult would it be for you to lay your own verse, your own track, your own music or song to something that you just created? That's that's usually how I work. Okay. Is all like create like the loop or mm-hmm. create. I mean, it comes differently every time. Sometimes you write the song. Right. And then you make the music behind it. Mm-hmm. But I think probably a majority of the time for me, I create the music first and the idea of the music. And then I build the song on top of it. Mm. I got a few questions. Mm-hmm. My first question is, you said you sang in church. What kind of songs were you singing in church? I was singing like, I've been buked mm. and I've been scorned. Mm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. wait in the water. Mm-hmm. Like all those kind of songs. Negro spirituals. Right. Mm-hmm. And like Amazing Grace, mm-hmm. you know, like churchy songs. You ever dip into some Kirk? I mean, Make come me on. wanna. Stop. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I was always the type. Oh, I would listen I... to the Lauryn Hill album. Okay. And in the beginning, the little boy would be like, oh, there's a song called Love. It goes, love, it's a word that comes. Mm-hmm. I was always the type to be like, love, it's a word that comes and goes. Mm. And I'd like want to sing the real version of yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. I know you know this. I, have... I know you know this. This is one of them Kirk deep cuts. 
I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. Oh, man. Yes. People... I think I listened to that this morning. Oh, oh man. Okay, so you, you uh, Silver and gold. No fame mm-hmm. or fault. Man, I mm-hmm. love that fucking okay. track. I love too. that track. Uh, uh, who are some of your influences? And then tell us the same way that you told us the gospel songs that you listen to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, strangely enough, my influences are gospel music. It, okay. It's like gospel music. Well, yeah, Mahalia hit, Jackson. Hit us, hit us. Yeah. Um, Precious Lord, mm-hmm. take my hand, lead me on, help me stay. Mahalia Jackson. I only wish that you outlived me so that you can sing at my funeral. Uh, <laughs> I want someone have. to sing that at my funeral. You're 27, right? I'm 27. I'm, all, I'm, got I'm about, almost there. You got there. about eight more months, right? <laughs> eight more months. I'm almost yeah, there, baby. Right? I'm almost there. Um, yeah, Crystal Lewis okay. is another big influence. Mm-hmm. Kirk Franklin. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, there's so many gospel. CCBB. Of course. Uh, Yo, you got to get the whole family. You got to get what? the whole family. <laughs> I mean, Marlon, mm-hmm. Debbie, and mm-hmm. there was another sister. Is it Vicky? Debbie Vicky and... Yeah. There's Vicky, There's right? The, Vicky. the oldest. She's like way older. Yeah. Yeah. Long as I got King Jesus. Yeah. Long, long as, as I got King Jesus. Long as I got King Jesus. Exactly. I don't need nobody else. What? Yes. Oh, um, oh man. I'm blanking on their name right now. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But he brought me through hard trials. He brought me through tribulations. Mm. Never let a day go by and oh, no. not realize what. How y'all not know? I don't know. That sounds like I don't know who it is. I've heard the song before. And highly favored. You know the, the thing about here's the thing about gospel music as opposed to a lot of other music. Uh, especially growing up, you would hear a lot of these songs in church. Yeah. So they would just be church songs. Right. Yeah. Uh, you don't know the artist. And you don't know the art. And then especially. The Clark Sisters. That's who okay. they are. Okay. There you go. So yeah, you just hear them as church songs. You mm-hmm. don't. And, and it's not until I got older, except like Kirk Franklin. Everybody right. knew fucking Everyone Kirk Franklin. Because those are newer songs. Right. 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 right, right more right. contemporary mm-hmm. gospel. Yeah. Yolanda and, Adams. Oh, like, oh Yolanda Adams. So what was that? A uh, uh, Alabaster Box? It, no, that was a uh, CC. That's CC. My fault. Then I. Anderson is, uh, I mean, this is kind of sad, I but got, got the victory. I got mm-hmm. the sweet, sweet victory. She's so good. Jeez. And like any song she wants to sing, she could sing. That's so. a, that she's probably the last, well, not her, but that song is one of the last songs that made me like cry because it was played at a few. Uh, I'm going up the yonder, that oh, song, yes. and mm-hmm. they played it at somebody who just recently passed away funeral. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't cry that much at funerals, but that song came on for some reason, mm-hmm. and my fucking. You? Eyes just flooded. Yeah. I was just like, she is going up to the yonder. There's something, <laughs> like, it's there's so something to be said man. about like the history, mm-hmm. in even if it's a newer gospel song. There's so much like depth and history for us mm-hmm. in these gospel songs. One hundred percent. You know, there's so much, and I feel like I'm big on like ancestral ties. Yeah. You know, like you feel that shit, mm-hmm. and yeah. your ancestors feel that shit. You do. So it just like it hits you on a different level. If I really want to like be f- in my feelings, mm-hmm. I would listen. I have a gospel playlist on my Spotify. I have a gospel playlist like, on my Spotify yeah, as well. One hundred percent. You know, man. Uh, uh, I listen to it recreationally. Yes, same. Um, my third question was: Was that another language that you were singing in in that track? Yes. What language is that? Uh, there was English, French, and uh, I want to say Yoruba. Yeah, Yoruba. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was about to say that. Yeah, Yoruba. It's actually, uh, it's already, I sampled in that mm-hmm. as well. 
so when I said like, that's a like a Yoruban like chant mm. or I believe it's like the water Orisha. Yemaya. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So. That's hella dope. Uh, do you have any secular uh, uh, influences? Never. No. Never. No. If my mom's listening. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, Only, the Only the Only church. Only the church. Only the church. No, I definitely some of those do. Uh, secular influences. Uh, okay. Um, I'm pimping you out hard right now. I know. I mean, Frank Ocean, I love his writing style. You got to hit us. You got to hit us. <laughs> Don't All of a sudden, I can't think of any <laughs> Frank Ocean songs. Don't um, you hate how that happens? That yes, happens I hate that. Um, I, I, I could think of like, she's working at the pyramid tonight. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. actually the reason why it doesn't come to my head like that is because I don't listen to him for the vocals. I listen to him for the songwriting. His songwriting is phenomenal. Yeah, like maybe strictly for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I really love Channel Orange. And then... I loved uh, blonde. blonde. Which one do you prefer? Uh, maybe blonde. Me too. I, I, can I listen. used to hate uh, blonde. Me too. I when it came it out, it I hated out. it. Then I got dumped, or I got into a very, very bad breakup, and mm. it became my favorite album. Yeah. No, I actually didn't fuck with it at all when it first came out. I was mm-hmm. like, Loki, like this is to bitches want Nike. I was like, I hate this. Yeah, it was very. I hate it. And then um, a year later. I was like, I'm gonna listen to it, and then he had that white Ferrari. Mm, that's a track that I can't listen to without uh, crying. I, right? I cry every time I listen to that. Track. It really like touched you like somewhere, and I was like, that end bridge is like, oh, so. And then, um, nights. Mm-hmm. I love that song too. Mm-hmm. I love that song, but uh, yeah, I listen to him mostly for the songwriting. I mm-hmm. really admire him as a songwriter. Moses, like I said, yeah, I love Moses, and I I'm not going to sing one of his no, songs. No, I understand. I understand, um, and I respect you for not trying. <laughs> um, oh, see, now I feel like I got to sing a song. Oh, I felt like that was like, Uh-oh. do what do you got to do. I mean, everyone knows Plastic, but my favorite is... Uh, Don't bother calling, I'll call you. Okay. Don't bother calling, I'll call you. You can, you can give Moses a run for his money. You can give Moses a run for his money. Okay. I, I disrespected you. I disrespected you, Joshua. See, I disrespected yeah. Stop you disrespecting up. people. Edgar. I was like, oh. I respect you for not for the Moses. But you got the Moses. Uh, Prince. I love Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite tracks is uh, Prince. I'd like, I, I be listening to that, like the discography. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites of all time, which it probably isn't his best song. It's just one of my favorites. Um. Oh, seven, and we'll watch them fall. We stand in the way of love, and we will smoke them all with the intellect and the savoir-faire. I love that song. Like, mm. seven is super underrated. Um, Michael. Michael Jackson, I really love. Mm-hmm. Like, I was a huge Michael Jackson fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was actually more of a Janet fan. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Janet was like... I was like, she's not getting enough recognition. I feel mm. like if Michael wasn't Michael Jackson, she would have been like even huger. And she's mm-hmm. already she's already huge. She's already huge, but I yeah. know what you mean. Yeah. Um. So those are like kind of throwbacks. Um. I love Solange. Kelsey Lou is someone who I've really been listening to a lot lately. Mm-hmm. I'm actually trying to get her on my EP. Oh, dope, man. So Kelsey Lou, if you are listening, yeah, 
I want you on my EP. Y'all tweet at Kelsey Lou. Tell her to be on Jeshua's EP. Please. Oh, my God. (laughs) That would be amazing. Also, I just, like, love her. I just think she's amazing. Okay. Um, Yeah, so, like, I pull inspiration from, like, a lot of different artists. That's dope, man. That's dope, man. Uh, Listen, I got got a very important question I want to ask you, but first I just want to say, like, that was inspiring to me to listen to because both of you guys – uh, we got to give a shout out one more time to Janine. Uh, if you want. I mean, we got to. We got to. Uh, Janine out here doing dope shit, dope person, very talented. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, that was that was definitely a dual effort that you heard when they were creating that stuff. So we don't want to let that go far past. But here, here's a question that I have to ask you. Would you rather? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm already nervous. Be able to open doors, but never be able to close them, or not be able to open any doors, locked or unlocked. This is the what you rather for the month. Maybe not open any doors. Not open any doors because you, you just made Edgar. You hey, you see this table hey, tipping up. Hey, because doors Edgar's. that are gonna open for you, you ain't gotta open them. Woo! They're already open. You just got to walk through them. <laughs> Joshua, okay. Joshua with that hot fight. Welcome, yeah. to, right. welcome to our team. All right. But outside of, you know, pretty dope as, you know, metaphors and shit, your physical being can't walk through a fucking you door. Lost. Right. You lost. Bro, He's on our team. No, no, no. You got dunked on, bro. You got dunked on, bro. You ain't, you ain't <laughs> Casper. You can't walk through a door. If the door is closed, you locked in that room. But he just said if the door need to be open, it's going to be open <laughs> for <laughs> open. Speaking metaphorically, I didn't actually know that you were talking about like a physical door. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like in life. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about a physical door. A oh, physical that's the door. dumbest shit I ever heard. <laughs> I hate it. I Just like my answer. I stick to it. Stick to your answer. Stick to your answer. You stay don't want to open doors. Stay on our squad. Stay, stay on, on our squad. squad. All right. So that's eight to three. That's eight You're to three. You're the third person to say they would rather not be able to uh, open any doors. Okay. You know what? I'm okay right. with that. I don't want people to see me naked. Ca- I think he counts for four. I'll be honest. <laughs> I gave like an uh, existential explanation. <laughs> that's right. That explanation. I loved it. I loved it. I, loved I, just don't, I don't understand why you would be okay with people seeing you naked. Like, you know, anybody, like your neighbor, anybody who's walking by can see you because you I can't mean, close your shit. I, mean, I can I can hide behind some shit while I'm changing. All right. They got changing cloths, right? Yeah. It ain't like I'm fucking. Changing cloths. It ain't like I'm getting naked in front of the front door <laughs> for the neighborhood True, to see. I know the setup to your house, man. And your front door it opens up to the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? And I like, know. I also got additional rooms in my house that I <laughs> but can't you can't close any of those doors. Damn, I gave you all hey. a lot of credit when the, that one. I was like, damn, that's an existential question. <laughs> <laughs> no, we talking like about real really doors. <laughs> we talking about real doors. That's funny. Uh, yeah, nah, I stick with mine. I stick with mine. Joshua, where can people find you, man? You can find me on Instagram mm-hmm. um, at I am Joshua V. You can find me on Twitter there too, and SoundCloud I am Joshua. Dope. You got something coming out soon, I yeah. heard. Word on the street is that you have a music video coming out oh, soon. I do. Shit. I do. That's right. 
I forgot about that because we haven't filmed it yet. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't shot. Well, you're here to hear first. Uh, yeah. Here it is. So breaking news. Okay, what was those two notes at the end? That's not how news. Breaking news. Jeshua got a music video coming out. You heard it here first. It's actually Janine's music video. Hold on. This is her project. Stop it. Yeah. This is her her track that mm-hmm. um, she came to me with. Uh, did you make the beat? No. no. Okay. So a producer made you the beat. Yeah. Um, she made the first the first uh, verse, mm. and she's rapping on the first verse. Mm. And then we came together. I wrote the second verse and the hook, and then I'm singing the hook on the song as well. Okay. So okay. It's Dope. very like musically, sonically, aesthetically different from the music that I'm making. Um, but I really love it. I stand behind it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And Janine, no, and Janine, one hundred percent, uh, uh, has been working on an EP for you know a few years now. I'm gonna keep bothering her until she finally releases that EP. Janine, yes, whenever you're ready. You've been working on this for like four or five years now. Uh, whenever you're ready, you know. You hey, can you, can't rush, you, you can't, can't rush art. You can't rush art. You can't rush art. You can't rush art. All I'm saying is, uh, yeah, you know. I put money into this EP, so I need to pay my bills, Janine. So if you could, uh, you know, he's trying to get that you're return. Still taking, on you're, his still taking, yeah. you're still taking donors. Uh, you know, if I yeah. put if I put a couple dollars in, once it blow a up, because it's gonna blow up. A couple, a couple dollars. dollars. That's that's a metaphor for more money. <laughs> it, was, it was an extension, <laughs> existential yeah, metaphor. You know, if Is I it? put a little couple dollars in, you know what I'm saying? A couple dollars. <laughs> About two, four, five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> About two, four, five dollars. About two, four, five hundred dollars. Two, four, five. See, yeah, come on, man. All money count. All money does count. All money matters, y'all. All money matters. All money matters. Uh, where can people find you, Janine? Let's get you. Let's get you a mic so people can actually hear where they can find you. Um, hi, I'm finally here. Uh, you can also find me on everything at J9 underscore Hogan. Um, and that's it. Yeah, music and coming out. I do a lot of live shows, all that stuff. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Speaking of live shows, did y'all hear? Culture Kings live soon. We got to start promoting this heavier. In Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. October 26th, 1030. 10.30 p.m. UCB sunset. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got some stand-up coming to that motherfucker for you. Right. We're going to have some music coming to that motherfucker for you. We do have some music. I know who the musical guest is. Oh, do you? Because I don't. That's why I ain't saying nothing. (laughs) All right. Well, shit. And then, of course, you got your Culture Kings coming up. Of course. It's going to be a fun night. It's going to be a fun night. night. It's going to be a fun night, y'all. Tickets on sale now. We need to link that again. Oh. And I want to say something about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I watched the Pod Save America uh, HBO Live special. Mm -hmm. And I want to say that I was very, very disheartened by the fact that it was literally them doing their podcast live. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it was them sitting there. The camera, and I was like, y'all are on TV right now. Y'all didn't even try anything. Mm-hmm. I want to guarantee y'all that it's going to be better than just watching the two of us just sit there and talk. It's going to be lit. It's, it's going to be, be lit. lit. We're gonna, we, we know we're going to be on a stage. Jagis mm-hmm. and I are stage performers. Mm-hmm. We perform every week. Mm-hmm. We're going to actually put on a show for you guys. I mean, I'm coming with the shortest of short song. Okay. Well... That's not what they're I gonna meant. They're going to sell out now. <laughs> you guys are good. That's not what I meant. But no, if you I guys know that's not what you meant. Jaquise's thigh meat, I guess. Yeah, I'm November, coming with the shortest uh, October short 26, 10.30 p.m. Chicago. I'm coming home. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing Edgar with me. That's right. November 26. Ed DeBevick, stand up. <laughs> 
That's disrespectful. Giordano, stand up. I mean, that's not as disrespectful. White Castle was good. I'm going to all the good Chicago food spots. <laughs> all right, man. McDonald's. McDonald's. Shameful. What's McDonald's. up? What's Shameful. the name of the uh, famous street on Chicago again? The, like the really important one. What's it? Michigan Avenue. Michigan Avenue. McDonald's on Michigan Avenue. I'm there. Shameful. Shameful. <laughs> I'm getting uh, all the good food in Chicago. Can't wait for them Chicago niggas to beat your ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they probably will. They probably will. And they're going to say, hey, you know what? We real sorry. Let's all talk about it over a meal at Ed hey. DeBevix. <laughs> Joshua. You got to get the full experience. Oh, you got to. You, know? you, you got to get your ass beat. Yep. And then go to Ed DeBevix. Go to Ed DeBevix. You got to dodge a bullet. Mm-hmm. Just one. Just one. Just one. <laughs> Just one. They're running out of bullets in Chicago. And you a true Chicagoan. <laughs> <laughs> they're running out. You know what I'm saying? Probably. So. Probably. Joshua. <laughs> Them, they're not they're not infinite bullets there i wish There's joshua a... it's been dope having you man thank you so much uh did you say the date of the chicago show november 26 okay. nine o'clock tickets on sale we're gonna have a dope show there dope show there as well Can't i'm wait. gonna have a dope shit there i'm gonna take a dope shit in that theater oh, man i take i've taken the best shits of my life in chicago oh for real 26 years worth Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You're not proud of Jaquisa taking the best. You know what? I promise that when I go to Chicago, I'm gonna aim to have my best shit there. Yo, they gotta stand in a dope ass place too. So, oh, for real? Well, I'm a shit. Eat it. How do you even guarantee that? I'm because I'm gonna be eating at Ed the Bevix. You gotta like make sure you have a lot of leafy greens. Leafy greens. Make I don't sure. know if they sell leafy greens at Ed the Bevix. I don't know, man. I don't know. You'd be surprised. Be surprised. Uh, yo, I'm proud of this surprise cut because when I was thinking about it, Joshua, this is when I knew me and Joshua were tight. I started singing the song. I played the song and he started singing it right away and now I feel even better about my surprise and cut of the week. I, I want to stress that although the artist that I thought it was, I was wrong, mm-hmm. but this cut for Jaquise is in no way surprising. Uh, it's very, very, very... Uh, 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 very on brand for you. Oh. I love me some Jack Johnson, guys. Jack Johnson. I, I was like, Jack what are Johnson. y'all talking about? I love me some Jack. See, we play a deep cut of the week and then we play a surprise and cut of the week. Got surprise it. and cut of the week is a song that you may not think we listen to. Got now, it. now, or a song that we may not think the culture is listening to. Now, listen. <laughs> listen, Jack Johnson, Don't get in it our bubble, up. in our bubble, in our bubble, people know Jack Johnson. Yeah. Southside of Chicago, Compton, all of them. Like, who? How many times are you going to use the Southside of Chicago to justify <laughs> your three times? Surprising three more times. Three more times. I got Wait for the, the killers, next three. You played the Killers one time, and we're just like, that's not surprising to no. anybody. He's like, nah, come on. My boys on the Southside of Chicago, they've never heard of the Killers. They haven't. And somebody, <laughs> somebody confirmed that. He was yes. like, I ain't never heard this shit in my life. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> somebody confirmed that shit. Jack Johnson from his 2001 album. Brush fire fairy tales. Let's rock out to Flake, y'all. Joshua, Janine, thank y'all for coming. Thank you. We like you. We love you guys. Hey, I think we'll be back. Bye bye. I know she said it's alright. But you can make it up next time. I know she knows it's not right. There ain't no use in lying Maybe she thinks I know something Maybe, maybe she thinks it's fine Maybe she knows something I don't, I'm so 
tired I'm so tired of trying It seems to me that maybe It pretty much always means no So don't tell me You might just let it Times were lazy It seems to stand in my way Cause no one, no, not no one Likes to be let down I know she loves the sunrise No longer sees it with her sleeping eyes And I know that when she said she's gonna try Well, it might not work because of other ties And I know she usually has some other ties And I wouldn't want to break on I wouldn't want to break on Maybe she'll help me to untie this But until then, well, I'm gonna have to lie to It seems to me that maybe It pretty much always means no So don't tell me You might just let it go And oftentimes we're lazy It seems to stand in my way Shall not move 